0: I am yours, I am yours, I am yours send me, Lord. I am Welcome yours, to the Gospel Center Pro Life podcast. As you know, we like to share from time to time the stories that happen on the sidewalk. A lot of times we share good stories, but in this podcast we're going to talk about some of those stories that didn't turn out so good. Stay with us. I felt your passion, touched your heart. Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro-Life Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. We uh, hope this podcast uh, episode will be a blessing to you guys. We hope our previous episodes have been a blessing. We covered in the last two episodes the goodness of God in light of some of the difficult situations that we face and quite possibly many of you guys that are listening face on a daily basis at the abortion centers or weekly basis, however often you're out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hope that was an encouragement to you guys and not a discouragement. And we got real. We got real in that Mm -hmm. podcast or some of the stories uh, one story in particular that we shared and we're going to get real in this podcast too yeah we are we're going to talk about how not all stories turn out good Mm -hmm. Um, we tend to share Mm -hmm. and rightfully so right the good stories that take place yeah we want to encourage people yeah people are are encouraged when a a mom chooses life Mm -hmm. and this awesome story that really turns out awesome and God is glorified through it And we want to encourage people.
1: Mm -hmm. And we want our counselors to know that their work is not in vain. There there is definitely fruit from from all of their toil.
0: Yeah. I want to encourage people on social media to get Mm -hmm. involved in their city. Hey, God's doing something here in Charlotte. He wants to do it in your city. Here's what he can do if you get on board. But I've discovered that sometimes what we mean for encouragement can actually be discouraging Mm -hmm. to people. Yeah, And so we don't mean to bring something discouraging in order to encourage you, right. but we do want to kind of bring some balance to it and just yeah. let people know and understand that not all the situations that we deal with actually turn out good. We've had situations, and we've shared some of those, um, where we've had a mom that we've poured into, mm-hmm. I mean, given her every reason to choose life, and she ends up going into the abortion center. Right. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Again, not to discourage you guys that are listening, but to encourage you mm-hmm. that even in spite of that, God is good, like mm-hmm. our last two episodes, and Jesus is still doing stuff, his word's still going forth, and we've always said the victory is in obedience. Right. It's not just in babies saved or, or souls saved, but it's in obeying God, yeah. and then babies are saved and souls are saved out of our obedience to God. But before we jump into that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I wanted to have a little bit of fun.
1: Oh, okay. That, that's always fun. Now,
0: <laughs> you guys who've been listening for a while, maybe you haven't seen this. Some of you guys that are new, maybe you, as you're looking through iTunes, mm-hmm. and I think I've shared this a few times on our episodes as we started out, just encouraging people to leave reviews, mm-hmm. is we've gotten trolled by some of our pro-abortion opposition. We've got about 1,600 reviews on that's our podcast. A lot. For a podcast like ours, Yeah, it's just two people pretty much, with right. some microphones, right? We had not right. put a whole lot of production in We're not in this.
1: trained broadcast professionals. Yeah.
0: To have 1,600 reviews, yeah. especially when we're talking from a gospel-centered pro-life perspective, so it's kind of a, a niche right. sort of uh, yeah. topic, Yeah, it's pretty amazing. The only thing yeah. is, is those 1,600 reviews, like uh, 1,670-something or so at this point, um, about 99% of them are bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're, one- they're one-star reviews. Now, I do, um, I, well, I know for sure that the way things work is the more interactions with the podcast, so bad reviews or good reviews, it still pushes us up in the ranking. So right. those who, I guess, want to hurt us are actually right. helping us. Yeah. We've had a lot more listeners, and we praise God for right. that. So Hope what that
1: what they meant for evil, God used it God for good. Is,
0: God <laughs> used it for good. So just like our last couple episodes, God is good. Uh-huh. But what I wanted to do uh-huh. is have a little fun with some of these reviews, because okay. some of them are just plain nasty, and I'm not going to repeat what they said in the right, reviews. But right. some of them are just dang funny <laughs> and kind of encouraging in one uh-huh, sense. And, uh-huh. you know, I just like a good laugh. So okay. maybe this will give some of you guys a good laugh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get Vicky's reaction to some of these because you <laughs> haven't read all of these. Um, but these are some of the reviews okay. on our podcast on iTunes. The title of this one is Disrespectful. And it's a one-star review. All of these are gonna be okay. one-star.
1: One-star disrespect.
0: Imagine making people feel bad for aborting babies. Imagine. Couldn't that. be me. <laughs> Heart. <laughs> so, well, first and foremost, these are the pro-choice people who say that it's not a baby, right? It's oh, a fetus. Right, right. It's a blob of yeah. tissue or a clump of cells. Yeah. Except sometimes they slip <laughs> up and admit that it's a baby, and she does here. This <laughs> is uh, from Cool K thirty-four. Oh, okay. So imagine making people feel bad for aborting babies. Hmm, imagine that. I can't imagine. imagine. <laughs> can't imagine. We get paid to do that. Apparently, make people feel bad. This is this is from uh, Mad Dog 689, yeah. and it's titled "Pro Choice Is Pro Woman."
1: Okay, never heard that one before. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, here she says in her review. I'm assuming it's a it's a woman, uh-huh. right? Although I should maybe assume her gender, right. I guess, or yeah. their gender. Abortion is not murder. Mm -hmm. First of all, a fetus is not considered a human being, Mm. and is technically a parasite. Hang on to that for a second, because I want to talk about that. Second of all, even if a fetus were considered a human being, then abortion would still be okay since it is in the woman's body, because bodily integrity protects it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Since this is a religious podcast, did you know that God stated that a baby is alive when it takes its first breath? Ooh. Mm. Therefore, while in the womb, it's technically not alive. Therefore, abortion is okay by the Bible. Ooh, ooh a lot of deductions ooh, he's there. he's
1: pulling up, really. He's, so I, he's I, want to make, <laughs> yeah. make a challenge Yeah,
0: I want to make a challenge, because I made this challenge actually last Saturday with uh-huh. some of the pro, pro-choice pro people, because one of them told me this very thing. You know, the Bible yeah, teaches yeah. that it's not actually alive until it breathes its breath. Yeah. We actually did a podcast about that, so you guys okay. can go back and listen to that. And so I asked them, this gentleman that told me he knew the Bible and he's mm. raised on the Bible and that's all this, clear. I said, "Show me where it says in the Bible uh-huh. that it's not a person until it takes its first breath." Right. Of course, he couldn't. He brought out some he could some some liberal. He could not. <laughs> he had some liberal scholar interpretation of some passage of Scripture in in the Old Testament. Okay, and so that's ridiculous. Um, okay. The Bible is clear that God knows us while we're in our mother's womb and all of that. But this point of it's technically a parasite. Yeah, technically. Now, now, what does the word technically mean to you?
1: Technically, well, I mean that there's like factual yeah. proof.
0: you get into the technicalities of it, but yeah. actually technically it's not a parasite. It's impossible for a creature to be a parasite of its own species. Right, we no. we know just a parasite is always of a different species. That's a right? very good point. So that's impossible. Technically,
1: you're correct.
0: T- technically, <laughs> I'm correct. Technically, pro-choice is pro-woman or Mad Dog Six Eighty Nine. Technically, you're incorrect. So, so sorry. we're sorry to break that to you. Sorry. Maybe about you that. would
1: consider revising that one. Maybe start
0: maybe go back and revise that. Yeah. Let's uh, let's read another one. Um, there's one that. Actually, I'm not going to read that. It's too long. But they're trying to quote uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you than that which is common to man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes on to, from what I gather, we shouldn't judge people and all this mm. other stuff, but whatever.
1: Another one we've never heard before. Yeah, we
0: did a whole podcast about this. <laughs> now, this is from Hockey Zach.
1: Hockey Zach.
0: Hockey Zach okay. wrote No Heart. This is the title. No Heart. It's no a one-star heart. review as okay. well. Okay. It has a baby, a little emoji of a baby,
1: oh.
0: a hammer hitting Ooh. that baby, Ooh. and then an angel baby. Oh. So I wonder what they mean in there, hockey, oh. hockey, Zach. Are you oh. implying that we should hit babies with hammers? Well, um, it seems to be consistent. At least yeah. we can appreciate the consistency.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the baby turns into an angel, so yeah. their theology needs some work.
0: Theologically, that's incorrect. Yeah, yeah But it practically, it shows the spirit of the whole uh, it does. pro-abortion yeah. persuasion there. Right. I'll just read a few more of these. Just This is just for fun. This is to show you the spirit of these people. And some of you guys listen and you've already read some of these and you're like shaking <laughs> your head. So maybe this will encourage some of you guys who, that are listening that like this podcast to leave us a five-star review. Yeah, It would, it yeah. would maybe help us out to bring our ranking up from 1,600 and some <laughs> reviews with one star to maybe 1,600 and some reviews with two stars. Maybe that'll, that'll, that'll you know never know.
1: Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything's possible.
0: <laughs> so this is from Pastel koa. Toga, okay, mm. that's their name, okay. and it's titled "Go Home, Vicky."
1: Oh, me! <laughs> yes, it, it specifically targets me.
0: It specifically targets you, mm, Vicky. Here. Some of these actually, uh, particularly, uh, many of these actually particularly target you. Mm. And this is uh, this says in her review or his review, whatever. I'll slurp up my dead baby like a Jello shot. Ooh, I know. What a vile individual! I
1: think that person called me. I'm serious. Maybe. I got a call yeah. about this. Okay. Yeah.
0: They're, they're just out of their mind. That's a little
1: bit sick. That's a little really bit more sick. than a little bit. Sick. But wait a minute. Okay. I thought it's not more? a baby.
0: I thought it's just oh, a blob of tissue. That's right. Some, yeah. Sometimes when you lie, see, when you lie, here's here's a lesson for everybody. When you lie, you have to remember what you previously said. But yeah. if you tell the truth, you don't yeah. have to worry about remembering, right? right? So if right. you lie and say it's not a baby, it's a blob of tissue. Yeah. And Obviously, that's not true. No. Then you have to remember that phrase every time, blob of tissue, blob of tissue. Yeah, because yep.
1: slurping up a blob of tissue would probably I die. Mean, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> but mean, a what? baby, I got a problem with
0: yeah. that. Yeah. This is from... Uh, but young. wait, so
1: why do I have to go home?
0: Well, she didn't say. Oh, okay. But yeah, so you just go home. <laughs> that's it, basically. <laughs> this next one is from Yummy Fetus. Oh, <laughs> there's a lovely title. More of these cannibalistic mm. uh, fetus eaters yeah. here. And this is jell with a less than and then a three, so it's like a kissy kind of thing that's going on. This is a one-star review Uh um, as well. Honestly, I'd love to eat an aborted fetus, like I suffer from intrusive thoughts, and it's my my biggest one. Mm -hmm. It looks like a fondant cake decoration, like those realistic cakes. Maybe I should start a cake business selling hyper-realistic fetus cakes and fulfill that dream
1: you wonder what these people have read or done in their life that gives them an imagination like that?
0: Well, they're just bound in sin and, and they're wicked, and so yeah. you know jesus said from the from the depth of the heart, the mouth speaks that's what's in these It these sounds like
1: hearts. he and the person that told me to go home need to get together yeah, and very similar they, they may be thing. now this
0: yeah. one I have to tell you okay, actually made me laugh okay and it it's pretty funny <laughs> and uh and so I wanted to bless you with it okay. as well. I can't I can't uh, pronounce their name, start with a B right. or whatever. It's not a bad word, but I just can't pronounce. It's just a okay. bunch of letters. But okay. this is uh, titled, Killed My Grandma. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And this is a one-star review as well, uh-huh. like all of them I've read. This podcast was so bad, <laughs> it caused my grandma to go into anaphylactic shock <laughs> and die of boredom. <laughs> Chill anyways, Black Lives Matter and Pro-Choice for Life. Cat emoji, cat emoji painting your nails emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so this one killed killed her grandma. And, anaphylactic uh, yeah. Shock. She was apparently allergic to the truth. Okay, she was allergic. <laughs> and I understand. Well, listen, when you're in your sin, you're allergic to the truth. I get it. That's I was right. like that at one point That's in my right. life. Yeah. Um and then I'll I'll just kinda wrap it up with this awesome review. Okay. That I, that really blesses my heart. Okay. And this is from Cam One Two Three Four Five Six Seven Eight Nine One or 910. Communist podcast. Communist? (laughs) And this is also a one-star review. (laughs) This podcast is communist and run by communists. God hates communists. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think God hates Uh, communism, that's for sure. Uh, And we're not communists, by the way, guys. No, we're not even really close. We talked about communism a little bit in a podcast we did (laughs) (laughs) a couple of months ago. And, uh, anyway, that was fun. So I hope that blessed you guys. (laughs) I hope you just see kind of the spirit of some of these, these pro-choice people. And of course, many of them are just being way over the top to try to get a reaction out of us. Yep. Whatever. We waste your, you can waste your breath if you want, waste your typing ability. But
1: thank you for bringing our ranks up. Thank you for bringing us up in in the (laughs) rankings.
0: It's, uh, it's a blessing to us, but let's jump into our subject. Okay. That was not very encouraging. This is maybe not going to be very encouraging, but it's real. Again, this is real life, that not all stories turn out good. We share the stories that do a lot of times on social media, in blog posts and things like that, in order to encourage people to show what God is doing. And even in some of the stories that we share, Mm -hmm. there's some things happening behind the scenes that are not all... You know, roses and glory, right? Yeah, there's some messy. struggles. There's, there's some pretty People that messy come to stuff. an abortion center yeah. typically have pretty messy stuff going on. And yeah. let's be honest, yeah. we've got some messy stuff going on in our lives, yeah. too. We've got some stuff that we need help with and people to help um, the body of Christ to help us through. Yeah. And so it's no different from the good stories, but the bad stories a lot of times can, can get us down. Yeah. But as I said when we started out, sometimes the good stories can get people down. And what yeah, I mean by that is yeah. we have missionaries, we're raising up missionaries uh, across the country, across the world, that are going out to their abortion centers. We're training them here in Charlotte. We're sending them out, and they're bearing some awesome fruit. Many yeah. of them are seeing babies saved as soon as they get back to their, their home city. Uh, but some aren't seeing babies saved. And they right. can be discouraged and think, well, maybe I'm not doing something right.
1: Right. What am maybe I doing this? wrong? Yeah. If, only, if only Vicky and Daniel would Right, would yeah,
0: come. yeah. Because what's going on in Charlotte? Yeah. That's not happening here, so yeah. maybe it's something wrong with me. yeah. But we're going to encourage you guys. I mean, one of the things is we have a very busy abortion center. Yeah, We've got 25 to 30 babies that are dying at this abortion center. If we did a ratio of how many babies are saved versus how many babies are dying, we would, in comparison, be pretty dismal failures and, uh, and just not doing very well, right? Yeah. Again, the victory is in obedience. But sometimes that which is intended to be an encouragement to us can actually be a discouragement. Yeah. Because yeah, they've got that going on in Charlotte, but that's not happening here. Yeah. We, it can happen on social media with parents who, you know, you got your friends who share about how great their kids are doing. Mm-hmm. You're homeschooling your kids, mm-hmm. and 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 you want to be encouraged, and yet yeah. this homeschool family is doing so much better than you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, things are not going right. that great either for them. But they're right. sharing the good things, and that's what we tend to do. We tend to share the good things that happen. Mm-hmm and we gravitate away from sharing the bad things but yeah, we're going to share and, some of the bad things right
1: and but one of the the one of the bad sides of that, that that you described on social media and it's true i think even in us sharing the good stories is you you feel like there's these superstars yeah. who can do everything right and um, and that's just never the case oh, yeah. it is not true and it doesn't it, like you said, it's not whether we do things even right or wrong. It's has God prepared that heart, and that woman has her own um, uh, conscience and uh, whatever she's going through. So the decision is not ours, and right. we're just showing up. And both of these stories that we're going to share today that did not turn out well, I was the counselor, they did not turn out well. Yeah. Um, so uh, the first one was... very interesting probably the hardest case I've ever dealt with okay and I've been out there now eight years and this one really was was rough I, I don't I honestly don't know why she pulled over she pulled over for one of our newer counselors Leah is that counselor's name and I'll call this woman Marcy okay so Marcy pulled over talked with Leah for a little while and then Leah knew this is kind of complicated so she brought the woman to me. And the woman drove her car over to where I was standing and went to talk with her. She has several other children and she was homeless. The boyfriend was homeless and Marcy had schizophrenia. Okay. Unmedicated in fact, because of issues not being able to get Medicaid and um, not yet. And so she's got a very serious mental illness. Lots of other kids. Um, No family, I don't believe, around other than this boyfriend who actually didn't want her to abort the child. But she was off her meds with schizophrenia and so she you would see that the mental illness would sometimes be speaking yeah sometimes she'd be more coherent she started off really angry very defensive very paranoid and um as the conversation evolved i uh, first of all it was as the conversation evolved that i found out about the schizophrenia but she was able to list the major obstacles, and, and uh, we were able to say, hey, we have resources that can help you. We scheduled an ultrasound for her, and she was all set to drive to that. Uh, it, she had to go some distance because our ultrasound was not out that day, our mobile ultrasound unit. So got that all set up told her about the mentorship program through love life Charlotte and that we were going to sign her up for that the next day we would call her and we would also ask her about how the ultrasound went so um, it that night she didn't pick up the phone the next day she still didn't pick up the phone I had assigned her to Leah to Work the new, out the, the, mento- new the new counselor yeah. to work out the mentorship program with her because everything else was done. She yeah. she was on board. The boyfriend was on board. They had gone off to see their baby, as far as we knew. And uh, several days went by. Lee was all prepared. Several days go by, we still haven't heard anything from her. We assume she's aborted. Yeah. And then out of the blue, uh, she called me and left. Um, A message, that one I think was a nice message, I kind of get them mixed up, but saying she did want an ultrasound, so apparently had not been to the first ultrasound, I encouraged her to please contact Leah and and be signed up for the mentorship program, and we would try and arrange the ultrasound. And while she did contact Leah, and while she was talking to Leah, threatened to commit suicide, and just was flipping out, and then the phone went dead. So Leah contacted me. Please call her right away. I'm uh-huh. so worried. I'm so scared. Uh-huh. I did. She was still upset, but not. She had calmed down, and by the end of our discussion, then she's back on track. Mm-hmm. She's gonna get the mentorship program. She's gonna. Um, she. We. We set up a new ultrasound, and to get her her medication. That was the part of the things that I outlined. I outlined things that she needed to do immediately, and one of those was we needed to get her on medication yeah, for this very significant mental illness. So our, our pro-life doctor who works with us, he agreed to call her and talk with her about what medication she could take and told told us she should go immediately to the ER.
0: Yeah, talking about medication she could take in light of being pregnant and that sort exactly. of thing. Exactly,
1: I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. And so, um, so she, I, I assume that she had gone to the ER because late 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 that night i was sleeping but late that night i got a a phone call i could not begin to repeat all the words that were used uh-huh. and she left a message just furious and spewing hate and anger saying that that the medication that we had told her could not be taken while pregnant and just and we don't do anything we've promised even though Everything that we had promised was through the mentor, and yeah. the, she had not yet, con- you know, followed through on the mentorship program. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I thought that's probably the last I'm going to hear from her. But I did, I did actually text her a nice note the next morning saying, "We'd love to help you. Just give me a call when you're ready." Yeah. And um, a, a, a long time goes by, and we find out later that she had actually gone to that ultrasound that first day. Okay. So but she went she, right from the abortion she center to that old just son. like we told her to but she was found not pregnant. Okay. She was not pregnant. So all of that anger and everything was while well, she's not pregnant.
0: And she knew she wasn't pregnant and she either, right? She knew. Yeah. Unless
1: you know she does have schizophrenia. So maybe something but but uh, so so that that ended at that point. I thought the story was over. And um, before I knew that she was not pregnant, I was certain that she had just gone and aborted the baby. Yeah, but um, but then some sometime we were all discouraged. Leah was discouraged. I had thought this was going to be a great learning experience for Leah, and it turned out to be traumatic for poor Leah, our other counselor. And we had offered so much to this woman. She didn't follow the steps necessary to avail ourselves of them, but we'd offered all of this, and she had disregarded um, and then lied to us. Yeah, Lied to us about whether she was pregnant or not. And so... That was a story that was very disheartening. It it did not turn out well, and it was one of those impossible situations. We didn't really quite know what to do.
0: Yeah, and this is a story that initially we were like, praise the Lord, Leah, being a brand new counselor, had this interaction. Right. It turned out good. The lady left from driving. She was driving to the abortion center, basically cut a 180-degree turn in the road and turned back around to go to the pregnancy center. She did. And initially, we're like, praise God. God used this new counselor who had just stepped out yep. in, in kind of a really uncomfortable area. Yeah. I mean, doing ministry at an abortion clinic is very uncomfortable for anybody. Yeah. But especially a young lady like her, too. Right. And so we were encouraged initially, and then then later on discouraged by yeah. the interactions yeah. that this this young yeah. lady brought about.
1: And so I will be very honest. Some of the the Issues that went through my head were this is a woman with several children, a significant mental illness, yeah. pregnant, already showing and unmedicated, showing the volatility uh, emotionally and all. And I was thinking, what is going to happen to this poor baby Yeah, that, um, that she's carrying in her womb yeah. right now? And you really start to question not only did I do everything right, but was I even right in doing anything? Right, yeah. And I, I you know ultimately, I do believe that Absolutely. I was Well, that's
0: something I want us to I want us to to just hang right there for a second, yeah, so that people understand that these are real struggles that we have in our minds That's right, right? that's right, because we, we've dealt with situations where you know we've got a family who maybe it's a, it's a single mom that has six kids. I'm thinking of a, a particular situation, yeah, a young lady that has six kids, yeah, she's like in her mid twenties Wow right? Wow. And six kids pregnant again. Yeah. The kids all have different fathers. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you look at that situation and you're like, wow, if there ever was a situation where I could put my stamp of approval on abortion, this would be one. Yeah. Cause this kid is not going to just like the other kids, not going to know his dad, her dad. Yeah. Um, going to be raised in a very challenging scenario. Yeah. And, uh, who knows what's going to be the outcome? However, we always have to remember, and when we're training our sidewalk counselors and we're training new sidewalk missionaries, we always touch on this point when we deal with the hard cases, mm-hmm. hard cases like that, like mm-hmm. um, bad uh, fetal diagnosis and things like mm-hmm. that. We we'll always have to remember that abortion is never the answer because abortion kills an innocent person. We always have okay. to keep that in mind. Abortion is never the solution. Yeah. And God is always a consideration in our minds. Mm -hmm. So we can say, well, this kid is, you know, number seven of six kids that all have Mm -hmm. a different father. Mm -hmm. Very difficult situation. And humanly speaking, yeah, it's impossible for any good to come out of that. But we're not humanly speaking. We have to speak from the perspective that there is a God that oversees His creation, Mm -hmm. and it has a plan and a purpose for every person that He creates. And we don't get to play God. That's right. In these scenarios Mm -hmm. that we encounter, difficult as they might be, we don't get to play God, and we don't get to choose who has value and who doesn't. It doesn't matter. It matters in the sense that we care about this mom, we care about her struggles, the mental issues that she's struggling with, and we care about that baby, that that baby's going to be brought into those mental struggles. But those... That that particular situation does not dictate the value of that child. That child still is loved by God and known by Him, yeah. and it's still wrong to kill him yeah. or her.
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad that you've said all that, and because that's so true, and that's that's where we have to keep coming back. Um, but I also think it is maybe in a weird way encouraging for others to know that here, you know, we've had a lot of success out here. Yeah. I would say in in literal numbers of babies saved. And, and I've been doing this a long time and it did go through my mind. Should I even be talking to this woman about saving her baby? Yeah. It did. Yeah. Now I, I overcame that of course. And, and I, I still stayed true to what I felt God had called me to do. But I think we all probably have those moments of just yeah. self questioning and doubt and wondering is it okay what I'm doing? Yeah. And ultimately, as, as you described, of course it is. And of yeah, course it's, it's, not it's okay. even it's like commanded. It's, it's commanded. Yeah. And,
0: you know, again, we can kind of get wrapped up in kind of our emotions and what our emotions dictate to us. That's why as Christians, our emotions can never be the standard. Right. If our emotions are the standard, then we wouldn't be out there at all. If Mm -hmm. our emotions are the standard, then we would be okay with babies being killed because they're a product of rape or incest or the health of the mother. That's where you get in pro-life folks, so-called pro-life people that leave allowances for those things. It's because they're driven by their emotions and they, you talk about an emotional situation where a woman is a victim of rape and we can't quite possibly tell her that she needs to carry that baby to term. Well, We can because the Bible says Mm -hmm. that every human being is made in God's image, and it doesn't give exceptions in there. Human beings who are are a result of rape are not valuable. It doesn't say that, right? Human beings are valuable in the sight of God because we're made in God's image. So, again, we can't be led by our feelings, by our emotions. The Bible is our firm foundation, and that's why you were Mm -hmm. able to go. And it's not like there was some big struggle in your mind, really, of whether or not you should talk to this mom. You knew that you should, but there's Mm -hmm. this human kind of propensity to be led by emotions, and you just push that to the side, because your foundation is in the Word of God, not in humanitarian efforts or, or utilitarian ideas and all that stuff, but in the Scriptures.
1: Yeah, and while this sort of hurts the premise of the podcast, I do have to say that as of Recently, this woman found out that she had a condition that uh, made the pregnancy test negative, Okay, but she did go to the ER. She did get her medication. It turns out she is pregnant. Our discussion with her and the boyfriend, which was very gospel-focused, did change her heart. Now she, without a doubt, was not going to abort this baby she was full on wanting the child and she signed up for the love life mentorship program so which has significant help yeah they, you just kind of found this out today i just though, found right? this out today to tell you the truth so this this was and and i think that raises another really critical point stories that turn out bad Maybe didn't turn out bad. Yeah. We don't always hear the yeah. end of the yeah, story. absolutely. So just know that God can work a miracle. Because if this, if there was ever a miracle worked, in my opinion, it was how this story, yeah. at least thus far, it could change tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, but Yeah. absolutely. Now. And
0: that's one of the things that I encourage our counselors with all the time is that, yeah, you've poured into a young lady on the sidewalk, and she took your literature, and she looked through it, and she considered what you had to say, and then she walked into those doors. That is still not a for sure. She chose abortion. And she right. walks in those doors. We've had moms who months later mm-hmm. drove back to the clinic to let us know that they were there and they left after right. we had left and chose life. So we should never give up hope. And again, the victory is always in obeying God and giving the truth. I told one um, uh, pro-abortion person today. She was trying to discourage me mm. by saying, "You know, I was calling out to a lady going in, I called out to actually several." And she said. You've not gotten anyone to come over and talk to you. You've mm-hmm. gotten, you've not gotten anyone to to take you up on your offer to mm-hmm. to get information or anything like that. I mm-hmm. said, "Listen, I'm just the mailman. I'm here to deliver the mail, yeah. right? It's not. I can't open the mail for him, right? right? I'm just delivering right. the mail, and so yeah. we kind of give that as an example of what yeah. we're out there to do. That's out there a good to response, them.
1: by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. I was thinking I'm going to use that. Yeah. That's
0: good. <laughs> the mailman." He doesn't have anything to do with whether or not it's open. He just delivers it, and that's right. what we're here to do, to right. deliver the mail. Now, I hope and pray that they do open the mail, they do take what we're delivering to them, the truth, and they open it up and, and listen and, and contemplate it. And many do. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, many don't. So let's jump into another story okay. that yeah, And, and is this one maybe, really
1: didn't end well, <laughs> as, yeah. as far as as far as far we know. So this was um, uh, a woman who came out of um, of the— abortion center. She comes through the bushes to to come towards our counselors and said that she had chosen life. Yeah. That I don't know if it was things that she had heard. I think it was for through all of our calling out that day. So she comes through the bushes to us crying Our whole counseling group, just we all surrounded her, and just the Spirit of God filled us, and we all just surrounded her and hugged her. We all prayed in a huddle around her, hugging her.
0: Yeah, I remember that. She was very, like, moved by the fact that we were were there and encouraging.
1: Yeah, yeah. Glad you guys were here. Right.
0: She initially said, I think, that she was angry that we were there. Right. But what we said, ultimately, she said— Pierced her heart, and she chose yeah. not to have the abortion. Yeah, yeah. So and so she was inviting us to come and pray over she her. She did, and and just, and,
1: uh, and she her. and I. I started. T- she had not even asked for any help yet, but I started sharing with her all the help that we had, and she started crying again and saying she couldn't believe it, and just was overwhelmed yeah. by all that we were offering, and was so excited, and she, she had truly made a hundred eighty degree yeah. turnaround to now. Uh, You know, you guys need to be out there all the time, every day, which we are. Yeah. But um, because you're so valuable, she would have aborted her baby, and she said that, it was us being there that had made the difference and turned her to life. So she and her boyfriend drive away, and we're all cheering and overjoyed. Yeah, we, yeah. we were just delighted. Um, everybody's, you know, praising God and uh, saying yeah. hallelujah. Praise and the Lord for victory. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and we go home. And it,
0: well, The glorious part of it for me was, uh-huh. I mean, a baby was saved. That was awesome. But it happened right in front of the pro-abortion people who oh, say yeah, that, you know, right. nobody wants to talk to you and all this, right. so I'm like, ha, you, yeah, you know, take that, you That's know?
1: right. So not that, that was, we gloat. We never gloat, uh, but... Yeah.
0: <laughs> Try not to, right? By the grace of God. Yeah. But,
1: but anyway, um, so I'm at home, and that uh, it's like going on towards dinner time, and I get a, a call yeah. from one of our counselors that said, Vicki, I hate to be the person to tell you this, but I just drove back by the abortion center, and... That woman from that morning, she's back. Yeah. She's the last one there. She's coming out of the abortion center, and she is um, with the boyfriend. And I said, are you positive it's her? They they were certain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now I knew how far along this woman was. I knew she was 16 weeks, which is probably a two-day procedure. And in the first day procedure, they put in the seaweed stuff laminaria. called laminaria. Yeah. Um, which softens the cervix yeah. and um, allows the abortionist to more easily uh, yeah. enter and remove Maybe remove this that is baby. just a teaching moment to, yeah. to
0: rabbit trail real quick, because okay. it is helpful that we understand abortion procedures. Yes. And so this young lady being 16 weeks is kind of right at the threshold where they would have to do a two-day abortion right. procedure. And ultimately what they've got to do, they've got to expand the cervix mm-hmm. in such a way where they can get the instruments in there to... Dismember the baby at that point the baby is, is pretty big is yeah. sixteen weeks. Yeah. You can tell whether or not it's a boy or a girl oh, yeah. at that point. yeah And so the laminaria are basically little uh, seaweed rods that expand with moisture and so they'll insert uh three, four, five of those into the cervix. They're they're really small until they get moisture and then they expand and then you know it takes you know, twelve hours or so, I guess, for them to expand to the point where ultimately on the next day she'll go back, the doctor will remove the laminaria this service is expanded enough where he can get other tools in there to expand it a little further and then Get the instruments in there right. to kill the child. A, a, so she was at the first day of that was, procedure. She was. She.
1: I. assumed. I didn't know because I hadn't talked to her. Okay. But I. I. That was my assumption. Yeah. An assumption that, that hopefully was going to save that baby's life because yeah. the laminaria do not harm the child. Yeah. What it does is it weakens the cervix, which sure. is not good. And some women do spontaneously abort, um, because the cervix has been weakened so yeah. much, and so they they can't hold the baby in yeah but um but knowing that I texted her right away and I I said I know that you were back at the abortion center one of our counselors saw you uh was was it the first day of a two-day procedure and she admitted it was yeah. and she told me why she had returned and I must say again you know I understood yeah I don't I didn't you know, you didn't I, I didn't say it. it was okay, but but I understood why she was being blackmailed by the the dad of the baby with some pretty horrific things, and she just was terrified. So she, um, but she told me it was day one, and I explained about the laminaria. Said she could reverse that, she could have those removed, go to an ER immediately. We would have our pro life doctor call and consult with her. Uh, but those they could be removed. The baby would be safe. She had already started home, which was I don't know an hour away, and she said when I, she would go to the hospital near her home. And okay. our pro life doctor said she would be fine. Yeah. He he told us he's actually removed those rods the next day, mm-hmm. and the the baby's fine. But and the the cervix just tightens back up, goes back to normal. Yeah. So she even showed me on her GPS the uh, like. Every few minutes, an update of where her car was, how close she was to the hospital. She, was, she had not known it could be reversed. She had already regretted that she had put, had the laminaria put in, and she wanted to stop it yeah. and to, to go to the ER and try to save her baby. And so we texted a lot until it was getting—she pulled into the uh, ER and said, We're here. And then I didn't hear from her. Yeah. I texted a few times, but I didn't hear from her from her. I went to bed praying and hoping that everything was well. That night, I got a text from apparently the boyfriend who said that they, the baby was fine, but they had decided they would return to oh, wow. kill the baby yeah. the next day. so I didn't get that text till early the next morning, like 5 a.m. I, I started texting back and texting. Everything I could think, the, the humanity of the baby, our resources, the development of a 16-week-old yeah. and sent her a video of a 16-week-old in the womb and um, a description of what happens to that 16-week-old baby in an abortion, everything. And what I got back almost right away was vile anger from the boyfriend, yeah. not from the mom, um, just saying, leave us alone. And and uh, and he he said some really nasty, very maybe similar
0: good, things to the pro-abortion uh, very, reviews that we read.
1: Yes. yeah, you know, worse. <laughs> and um, and again, I, I just texted back. We're here to help. Please don't kill your baby and let us help you. And then that was it. Yeah. I never never heard anything else. So the last text from the woman had been very sweet and overjoyed that the baby could be saved and kind. And then these ongoing texts, a couple of texts from uh, the boyfriend were very nasty and they were going to kill the baby. The woman did not return. To the abortion center the next day because I was there.
0: Yeah, at least the Latrobe abortion center.
1: Right, and she'd already paid, one. and I knew money was uh, was tight, so I assume my 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 hopeful heart thinks maybe the boyfriend got a hold of the phone and that the woman really had had the laminaria removed and just never got her phone back. But I'll never know. Yeah. But that was a an extremely discouraging story because, again, for kind of the same reason as the prior story, we were all rejoicing that that we had overcome with God this really significantly difficult case, yeah, and and then it turned around where it wasn't what we thought it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and of course, that's one, these are two Mm -hmm. of many stories that we could tell you guys, Um, and yet still... We continue on, right? These are stories, and some of the stories, like, we had to pick and choose because we don't want to shame the people that chose to, apparently, as far as we know, to chose to have an abortion. We don't want to just kind of plaster all the negative story and all that stuff. So yeah. some things, if we, if we shared some of the stories, we'd be sharing details because we'd right. have to that would maybe show who the person was and all of that. So we don't want to do that. So just take my word for it, guys. There's a lot of other stories that we could share that didn't turn out like we hoped that they would turn out. Yeah. However, we do have to remind ourselves that we're not out there for ourselves. We're not out there to make Mm -hmm. ourselves feel better about being Christians or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're out there for the Lord. And again, the victory is in obedience. When we obey God, when we do what God has has said for us to do, give a voice to those that don't have a voice, then we're victorious in that. Whether we see babies saved or not, whether we see... I mean, I think of a story, I think I've shared this story um, quite a few times on this podcast, maybe not, but of the mom of twins, 18-week twins, who walked out of the abortion center, on board the mobile ultrasound unit that was parked in front of the abortion center. Mm -hmm. This is some years ago. Yeah. And um, the counselor and the nurse both poured into this young lady. I mean, showed her every reason to trust the Lord, every resource that was available. All the things that she was struggling with had answers. And there was there were things that we could point her to to show her that she didn't have to have the abortion. Right. She got the ultrasound. The counselor and the nurse both saw... Two babies on that screen. She was 18 weeks along. So oh, you see everything. Oh, yeah. A fully
1: developed little baby. You could baby. tell whether it's a boy or a girl. Yeah.
0: You could see all the fingers and toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could see them sometimes sucking their thumb. Yeah. Even earlier than that. And even after all that was said and done, yeah. she stepped right off of that mobile unit, right off of that that uh mobile ultrasound unit, mm-hmm. walked into that abortion center. Yeah. And began the process to kill those twins. Yeah. And Yeah. From what we know, she went that through is with it. That's what happened. So it, it's that so can be discouraging.
1: But you know, I want to read a verse okay. that, um, or maybe you can read it. It's Second um, Corinthians twelve, yeah, ver- verses nine through ten. Because ultimately, I think what every sidewalk counselor will discover is that we cannot do this. It In our own strength. We oh, yeah. just simply cannot. We are weak. We are only out there and able to withstand the highs and the lows and stories like this that could just m- cause such despair that we would quit. The only reason we don't is Christ yeah. and and our allegiance to him and our belief that he has called us to this work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this is Second, uh, Second Corinthians 12, verses 9 through 10. And this is the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. He says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast in my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weakness, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Yeah and this is the the heart of the believer right that we understand that we need the lord this is john chapter 15 jesus said i am the vine you are the branches right apart from me you can do nothing the branches must avi- abide in the vine yeah. and then will bear fruit yeah. and so i want to encourage you guys as you're out there on the sidewalk and and these these stories these discouraging stories come up and Maybe you're looking at what's going on in other cities. You're looking at what's going on here in Charlotte or, or wherever else, and God's doing some amazing things across the nation, across the world, in pro-life ministry, praise God for that. Yeah. And You're looking at some of that, and you're like, well, that's not happening here. Or, well, I had some stories I thought were good, but they didn't turn out so good. I want to encourage you. These We're all dealing with those. Mm-hmm. We all have those struggles. We all have those situations that we have to deal with. But we have to stay tapped into the true vine. We have to be motivated by a love for God first. And then out of that flows a love for our neighbor. And we can remain faithful even in these difficult situations, even through these difficult stories that didn't turn out so good. Yeah. Because after all, again, it's not about us. Yeah. It's about the Lord. And right. we're called to be His hands, His feet, and to be a voice for the voiceless, whether people are going to listen or not. That's right. So yeah. with that, guys, uh, I hope you were encouraged. I hope this was a blessing to you. I hope that you will share this podcast, and I hope that you will leave us a review. Um, If you can squeeze out five stars, that'd be great. If you can do four, I guess that'll be okay. But just don't talk about eating fetuses or anything like that in your review, because that would be (laughs) demented and weird, Um, and we know that you wouldn't. We know that you would leave us an awesome review about how great this is, and we want to encourage you guys also to reach out to us reach out to me, dparks at citiesforlife.com. That'll be changing in the coming weeks as we've transitioned and merged into love life. But for now, you can still reach me at dparks at citiesforlife.com. You can reach her at vcasiorg at citiesforlife.com still. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd love to hear some suggestions of podcasts, some suggestions of things that maybe we could change in the podcast, maybe some things that we've done in the past you'd like for us to do again. Mm -hmm. Maybe you liked us reading some of the pro-abortion reviews and you want to hear more of that. (laughs) There's plenty of them, so we can read a lot of them. Um, But, again, we hope this was a blessing to you guys. And until next time, God bless. Give me an outlet for love Give me an outlet for gratitude I know it will cost me my life But nothing's too precious since I met you